You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 344. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. Hi. So if we sound crabby, yeah, it's because we had an awful night's sleep and it's my son's fault. It is. I won't bore you with the details. Instead, I will bore Patreon listeners with the details of what what i tell you what oh my goodness i am i I am constantly amazed at what teenagers can manage to do yeah so or not do yes so uh (sighs) it was quite a dipshit moment and we will share that with you yes in the patreon but uh, (laughs) but, uh, but i guess uh we should start by uh just some house cleaning reminding people that the book club is coming up and it will feature ross rayburn's turning inward it sure will god this book is so good i've been enjoying it so much uh just a reminder we are going to be discussing on february 13th at 7 p.m central 8 p.m eastern okay so I will not have read it. Of course. Because we're used to that. I'm a slow reader. Just show people how slow of a reader I am. No, here we go. I feel like we need to illustrate this. The Ferryman. The Ferryman. Mm -hmm. It's a (laughs) book Crystal and I are happen to read at the same time. Just a complete fluke. And uh, it's by a guy who wrote a book called The Passage, which is so good. A great book. Like if you like Stephen King's The Stand, it's like that level good so we're reading on our kindle it shows you how long how much time it will take you to complete the book so i realized i've been reading the book for i don't know a week and a half or so and i realized that crystal's reading it because on her lock screen it shows the same book right so i was like oh what what percentage are you at she's at seven percent and then she says well i don't really look at percentages i look at how much time i have left so 
She's at 7% and it tells her she has like 10 hours and 15 minutes left to read this book. And I'm like, I'm at 43%. So I was like, let's see how much time I have left to read this book. So just to recap, 7%, 10 hours and 15 minutes left of read time. Me, 43%, (laughs) nine hours and 45 (laughs) minutes of read time. (laughs) And then after our fun night last night, I'm now at 20%. Right. Whereas I'm at 51%. So she will finish this book before me. Sorry. And that's why I don't do the book club because it's like that would... That would would be the only book you'd ever get to read. ever read would be book club books. I would never read my own stuff. So, yeah. So, but uh, but anyway, that's what's next on on the items up for bid. We should also remind people about bingo. We forgot to call it last week. We we forgot the second one. second one last and week. we forgot one in the bonus episode and we forgot it in the bonus episode but i did add both to the list this week so hopefully you kept it in there and didn't go you you deleted it you definitely deleted Whoops. it well let's do one right now oh good god we'll get at least one out oh my I can't god call them because i don't understand your system and you keep trying to explain you go to this column and then over here and it's then, not that hard guys and then it's not that hard if it's a if it's a date that is a prime number It's not that hard. It's a row instructor. So anyway, this week's number one bingo call out, Jess King. So that is the first one. Listen for later and we'll see if it comes up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if it's divisible by pi. If you missed it last week. a tread instructor. You can go to the group. It's one of the pinned notifications, what we missed in, in the group. And if you are a Patreon member and you missed that one, it is over in the Patreon page page not group so uh let me know if you have questions about that and i will help you out and uh now that we've done all that (laughs) what pray tell do you have in store for people this week uh well there is a lot of peloton news we got a lot of a few things we need to get caught up on we also have some fun like little tidbits of things that instructors are dropping hints about so we're going to talk about those not to mention some uh i i know this will shock you there were some things on the OPP people were upset about. Gasp. I know. It's it's shocking. And there's uh, an update on the Guinness Book of World Records. We also have a bunch of instructor news. We have a visit from Angelo. And we are going to be talking about goal setting for 2024. Definitely a must listen. Not to mention we have a little bit of competitor news, celebrity news, and a bunch of content updates. Awesome. And also we should say this week's interview. Yes. The Cafaro brothers. I think our interview went a little bit longer than they've been going lately. We were having such a blast. Oh, my God. They were so fun. And there's two of them. Yeah. So you got to. Yeah. It makes it. It's a little harder to to keep those short whenever you have four people talking instead of three. Yes. But uh, what a delight. Nick and Chris Cafaro. Yes. And uh, they have a hit podcast of their own that we will talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were a delight. So definitely going to want to hear that. So before we get to all that shameless plugs, I think I just want to see Crystal always says that I'm not listening. So what I'm going to do right now is to test her listening prowess. You do the shameless plugs. Uh, 
Well, we're on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com. Let's see. There's a Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out where you get all the things for $5. Plus you get bonus episodes. Uh, and we are going to everything that we cut out of the main episode. You're also going to get in the bonus episode. Okay. Not to mention if we get it early, you get it early. Okay, Last couple of weeks have sucked, it's by the way. a real shit I think show. we're going to be back this week. I think we got it all, all ironed out now. Fingers um, crossed. That's what we're hoping. And uh, let's see. There's also, don't forget to rate and review. It's greatly appreciated. (laughs) And uh, I think that's it. There's YouTube. Oh, yeah. YouTube. You can see all these things at YouTube. (laughs) I'll do the wave since you're doing the shameless plugs. And you can find that over at the the YouTube.com slash the clip out. So it's the YouTube now? Is that what the URL? I am above the age of 43. So it's the YouTube. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And I, I, I think that's all. So, so nothing about the newsletter I send out. Every oh, week? there's a newsletter that sometimes Tom sends out. <laughs> Most mostly, it comes out on Sundays, and it'll have all the links, so you can get all the things delivered right to your inbox. Super easy for you. Okay. Yeah. So, see, it's not as easy as I make it look. Now that we've done all of that, uh, let's uh, dig in, shall we? We shall. <laughs> Peloton in the news. Reddit did an AMA for the over 43 crowd. That means ask me anything. <laughs> Not American Medical Association. Phew. I am really glad. You... It took me like five years of Reddit to figure out. I was like, why is the American Medical Association I know, always on Reddit? It did take me a while. I don't God, understand. But honestly, I like I like getting being able to get this kind of information. But oh, my God, do I hate Reddit? Like, <laughs> I hate it more than I hate the OPP. The and least, that is saying a lot. It's the least intuitive platform. And then when, oh, the when, people, when, you don't under, when you don't intuit the platform, then the platform mocks you for not intuiting yeah. it. And God forbid you say something wrong. They all start downvoting you. Or and that, by wrong, I mean not their little inside rules. Yeah. <laughs> That are completely not intuitive compared to every other form of social media. So, uh, so anywho, yeah, Reddit, yeah, uh, they did an AMA with Bex Gentry and Jess King. That's Jess Sims. Jess Sims. Oh my god, I don't know. (laughs) You got Jess. I'll give you that because it says it here on the screen. Well, I, I'm just the sidekick, man. Well, I will also say these were two separate AMAs. So, uh, just a note that Peloton seems to be leaning into these all of a sudden for some reason. Uh, They did this a while back, and then it kind of stopped. And I guess we're back to that again. So who knows? Because someone else is typing for them. So if they say something they don't like, that person just just won't type it. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. That's my guess. Yeah. It's real easy. It's easier to filter them. Marketing could be doing it and calling it. It's yeah. Bex Gentry and Jess Sims. There's always that possible. Yeah. I doubt that. I, I don't but, really think that, guys. I was just but kidding. But my guess is <laughs> that Bex Gentry isn't actually sitting there typing, that there's someone from Peloton Marketing doing the typing. So if she's like, here's where the new Tread Plus comes out, they're like, delete. <laughs> nope. No one's typing that for you, Bex Gentry. Also, you can't see the faces when they make faces at some of the questions yes. that people ask, you know? Yeah. So that's So good. what... New information did we gleam from this AMA? All right. Well, there were a few things of note, especially with Bex, that I thought were pretty exciting. Now, we know that Power Zone on the Tread has been rumored for about a thousand years. So 
a long time now. And uh, this is the first time that I have seen Bex mention it. Mm. Uh, So somebody asked, like, are you going to be doing power zone type structures on the tread? And she replied, I foresee some happy vibes in your future so that's that feels now the fact that they're saying it i guess the biggest thing is to me that means it's coming soon right like they wouldn't be saying it they wouldn't let bex say it so she probably was like it's coming out on february 17th and then the person typing Mm -hmm. said uh vibes and stuff soon (laughs) you'll dig it that's that's why it's in AMA. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably right. Uh, another person also asked about outdoor classes, and uh, she said that she has been cooking up a lot in the outdoor kitchen, so there will be more coming soon. And uh, so a barbecue pit, definitely, okay, definitely. And then another person specifically asked about sixty minute plus content coming out in the future. Uh, they love the long classes, and uh, is there any chance at all? of 120 minute class and uh bex replied thank you for the support and dot 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 stay tuned mm. dot 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 so uh so you get lots of cure rem echo and the Bunnymen <laughs> mm-hmm. at your 120 minutes class i'm pretty sure okay yeah it's like good old mtv yes. and then uh some other people said that they had heard that bex wanted to do some 90 minute classes and they asked you know can what do you think and then uh <laughs> she uh she just put a little interesting emoji that it appears to me to be an eye roll. It's kind of like an eye roll and a sideways smile. Yeah. So um, as the person who wrote this article, Helper B. Nikki, said, interpret as you will. Yeah. If you um, want to know what that means, reach out to Peloton Marketing and, and <laughs> see what their opinion of emojis. Dear Peloton Press. Yes. What does this um, emoji mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, we had Just Sims, not Just King. And uh, we had some people asking her questions. Um, One said specifically that they were looking for another floor boot camp program for members that don't have equipment but want to have that strength cardio balance in one class. And Just responded, your wish will be granted soon. Okay. Smiley face. She's like a magic eight ball. Yes. And then uh, another person said they were looking for some more 45 to 60 minute boot camp classes and uh, she said on the tread she does a 60 minute Saturday 60 every week yeah duh where's this person been and uh, she said that they are recorded Mondays live with members and dropped on demand on Saturdays and uh, so I think that we can expect we're going to see also bike boot camps coming I feel Um, like the questions were just variation on hyper specific class times yeah totally I've really been looking for a 63 and a half minute boot camp yeah when will those be coming out pretty much it's all anybody wants I know well it is the longer format that is what most people it's like like somebody's 45 somebody's 60 somebody's 90 it's like I mean they're they're basically just saying can we stop with a 30 and 20 yeah that's basically what they're saying and uh, so somebody asked the same question about the 45 and the 60 minute with bike boot camps and she said that Callie and her each record a bike boot camp every week and Toon Day does it twice a month and uh, there's always a live one at noon on Tuesdays and Jess says she'd also love more and she said that keep in mind it's a heavier lift because it requires the room to be arranged but she promises they are always talking about how to incorporate more especially because she had 1600 people live um, on the 
Tuesday at noon Eastern for her 45 minute one. And then somebody talked about like, will we ever see a two for one boot camp with you and Adrian? And she said, we're working on it. Okay. Well, there you go. There's the the hits from the AMA. Yeah, that's you. definitely the highlights. Like, yeah. We saved you some reading. Yes. You're welcome. So there was a post on the OPP this week about TalkBack. So TalkBack is the accessibility feature that blind people use when they're using the equipment. Yes. And, and for full transparency, I... I am sharing this without asking the person that wrote it, because I figure if you post it in the OPP, right. that that's kind of fair game on a Peloton podcast. And he specifically asked people to help talk, spread the news, spread the news to Peloton about some issues that some people in the blind community are having. Yeah. And, and I really I just wanted that was kind of a long way to say. And this was from Adam Lawrence. So right. if you know him, you know, let him know that we are helping. We are yes. helping. Uh, so he was saying that there are some things that like basically they made some changes and didn't tell anybody. Um, he said that there were a lot of changes. The, these changes created a lot of annoying issues for him uh the audio ducking is too short to hear the talkback announcement so like if an instructor says cadence output or resistance numbers then the ducking stops before it's finished announcing the resistance number two if there is a lag there is a lag between flicking to navigate and the audio feedback so Regardless of how slowly or fast he changes it, there's always a silence before the audio feedback comes back. And another one, the cadence output and resistant announcements are too frequent. They used to happen about every 90 seconds and now it's happening every minute. But the the thing that's kind of frustrating about all of these things is there's no way to customize the settings for the audio ducking, the voice speed and the verbosity. <laughs> so I love that verbosity. You don't hear a lot of verbose comments these these days. Well, you there. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I thought that one, we would try to amplify this for Adam and anyone else experiencing these issues, but also just wanted to make sure that we, as always, try to be inclusive and like, I don't have to use this. So it's not something I ever would have noticed. So I appreciate when somebody takes the time to like put some a genuine concern out there that was well thought out. And it's not just I didn't get what I wanted. Right. And, <laughs> and go ahead. I should also say, like, just because you don't use it, you doesn't mean that you won't ever use it. Right. True. Like sometimes Who knows? As people age, their sight is not as good as it used to be. <sighs> and, oh, you know, I mean, how many shows do we watch with the closed captioning now? Yeah. I know that's hearing, not sight, but the point remains. Yeah. And so, like, there's a lot of accessibility features that actually become super beneficial for more than just their originally intended target. Excellent point. Excellent point. So Adam specifically asked that, you know, if you have an interest in doing so, reach out to accessibility at onepeloton.com and support at onepeloton.com and tell them you want to see this stuff fixed because we want to make sure we are taking care of all of the members of our community. So good luck to Adam and anybody else out there who is experiencing these issues. So there's another post we came across this week. Yeah. So we had talked about a little while back that like there were some treadmills um, and bikes, especially made by Horizon. Horizon came out with like a specific document that said, hey, guess what? You can use our stuff on Peloton now. Well, this woman named Nikki Sutton, she posted in the digital app user group that her treadmill 
is not a smart treadmill. Like it has nothing on it that is smart. <laughs> and she said zero Bluetooth capabilities. But she found that by using a stride foot pod, and yes, there are much cheaper options out there, plus the QZ app and the Peloton app together, she was able to get the distance, the pace, the output, and the speed all to broadcast over to the Peloton app automatically. Um, And she has the option to manually adjust the incline in the QZ app, which also then gets broadcasted. Now, this is a big deal for people who want to be able to see all these things and they aren't able to do it on their app. So I, I really hope that there are several of you that are hearing this and are interested in trying it. Basically, the foot pod plus the app is going to broadcast the metrics and it's going to allow you to get all of your treadmill metrics to the Peloton app. Look at that. So we should say in the interest of full disclosure, Nikki Sutton is not helper B Nikki. This is a different Nikki. But she is our honorary helper B of the week. Because this was very helpful. Yeah. Nice find. There have been numerous tweaks and changes to the waitlist procedure and we have yet another one quiet hours. Yeah. So when they flipped over to this new system, one of the things that they added, uh, which I've seen so many complaints about, (laughs) is a two-hour window. So they'll be like, oh, you made the wait list. You now have two hours to claim your spot. If you do not respond to that email within two hours, it expires and they kick you off the wait list. Ouch. But now they have added this quiet period. So The studio that you're going to, PSL, PSNY, each of them locally will have a timeout period at their time from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So that means, let's say you receive this email at you're trying to go to the New York studio. That would be Eastern time zone. So let's say you get this email at 530 p.m. Well, 30 minutes goes by, but now the rest of your two hour period doesn't start until 6 a.m. Eastern time. So again, I want to make it very clear. This is based on where the studio is, not where you live. So if you were taking a trip to London Mm -hmm. and you live on the East Coast, you have to do the math for London time, not for where you're at. Add five hours. Right. Yes, that is exactly right. But uh, okay. How do we feel about this? I'm like... I kind of glazed over. I feel like the whole thing is much more complicated than it needs to be. I don't like the two-hour thing because there's so many people that work and can't check their email. Like, yeah, I can check my email because of my job. But how many doctors, lawyers, people who don't have a computer in front of them all day? There's a lot of people that are in situations where they cannot just get to check their email anytime they want to. Yeah. And to only have two hours to be able to respond or you get kicked off the list... That sucks. I will also say getting on the wait list is by far your best option to get into class. And, you know, people seem to think there are some people that seem to think that, like, you only have the moment that the classes drop on Thursday to get on the wait list. No, they can open up at any time. So let's say that classes drop on Thursday and you want to go to the studio in six weeks. Well, you may not see those wait list items open up until, like, 
I don't know, Tuesday, uh, the, the week before you go, or maybe even Friday, the week before you go. Definitely hard to do whenever you're planning like a plane ride. But heck, if you live locally, that is not that difficult to do. Or if you're going to be there anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just plan on a trip and you can always cancel it last minute. Uh, that's a lot easier to do when you live within a you know, train ride distance than it is a plane ride. For those of you with plane rides, I mean, obviously you want to lock that in before yeah. you go if that's the only reason you're going so and uh we should also say there was a new apparel drop this week there was this is a specific collection that was created with aditi and it's called the strength starts within three different pieces that appear to be all velour like jogging suit track shoot track suit kind of thing super cozy looking one of the things that we thought was interesting is that you cannot use your apparel credits now we have also uh i think we've even talked about it in the show i don't know because i didn't really think it was that like it doesn't affect me that much. So I guess I didn't really <laughs> put it out there. But Lululemon, I haven't bought any. So you can't use referral credits on Lululemon. Interesting. Yeah. So anything that's sold as a collaboration between the two on the Peloton website, you can't use it. Okay. I can even understand that. But this one is it's branded as Peloton apparel. It's not branded. Right. So I don't know if that's because it's collaboration with Aditi. Or if there's something else going on, was it an accident? I don't know. I reached out to Peloton. They didn't respond. So, I mean, they didn't respond before this. Maybe they still will respond. But I just thought that was interesting. So, yeah, it makes me wonder if like they're going to start having a window to where if, you know, they're going to get full price on this stuff in the initial rush. And then once the dust settles, they have enough inventory left over. Sure. Using it. A referral credit. Yeah, that could be. But I've also noticed a lot of people complaining about that, like if you wait till something's on sale, which is after the initial rush, mm -hmm. right, then they don't seem to have a good control system on their inventory since they moved to the new warehouse and they run out like they'll let you buy something and then oops, we ran out. And I've had this happen twice and I've only made two orders since they changed. <laughs> so like, what the hell? 100% so of the time it fails. I mean, I anecdotally, it was, was on it was stuff yeah. that was on sale. I haven't had this issue with new things, right. but yeah, I don't know. Weird. So there you go. And coming up after this, we're going to have instructors in the news. We're going to tell you which instructor just had a baby. So sit tight. Instructors in the news. We have a new baby in the world of Peloton. We do. Uh, Mela Wedekind had her baby. Unlike other instructors, she chose not to show what the baby looked like. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of weirdos on the internet. For um, sure. But uh, they have welcomed their baby and we're not exactly sure of all the details. Really, she kind of <laughs> was just like had a baby. Yeah. But we are very, very happy for them. And I hope everybody is doing good. Ross Rayburn is making the rounds promoting his book, and he sat down with Dana Perino. Yeah, he did. He was on Fox News, y'all. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's... I, I feel all sorts of ways, most of which is I am very happy for Ross that he is is getting the he deserves a lot of credit and he deserves a lot of visibility for this book. The people that I have talked to that have read all the instructor books, I have heard on numerous occasions. This is the best book that has come out by an instructor. That's not to discredit any of the other instructors. It's just this one hits different. Yeah. And I have really enjoyed what I have read thus far. Awesome. And if you're reading the book or getting ready to read the book and you want to 
talk it out about what makes it better uh, or worse if that's where you land. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can join us in our book club. Yeah. Uh, February 13th. And uh, that will be 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. All the details are over at patreon.com slash the clip out. And anyone can participate uh, even at the free level. You don't have to pay to participate in the book club. Also, while we're speaking of Ross, he was the alumni spotlight at SMU, which I believe is Southern Methodist well, University. I wasn't sure because up there at the top, it says the Meadows School of Arts. So I didn't know if that meant that they had like a school inside the school. Yeah, I think you it's know, like some a, of those... an arts program oh, okay. within the university. Then I agree. I think it's Southern Methodist University. Yeah. But uh, that's really great for him to get get highlighted like that. Again, I believe he deserves all of the kudos. Susie Chan will be speaking at the National Running Show Birmingham. Yes. Yes, she will. And uh, I, this appears to this is like a yearly thing that yes. they do. And uh, um, it is taking place. I think it's the 20th through the 21st of January. So if you if you have an opportunity to go, I highly recommend you do There's a lot of great speakers at this. That would be so cool to go to the home of the of runners. Yeah. Not yeah. to be confused with Home of Runs. <laughs> That's uh, the National Running Show Taco Bell. Right. Very different. Very, very, very different. different. <laughs> Although, honestly, they run faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they got the motivation. <laughs> Clip out. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube from MetPro, it's Angelo here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys, thanks for having me back. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, we've we've talked a lot about different things over the years. But as we as we start off 2024, how can people set the right health goals? But also, how do they know how to follow through? That's a great question, an appropriate time of the year for it, because we know lots of people start start the year with lofty ambitions. Yes. Um, this is one of the things that MetPro, our coaches, um, we refine often, has probably experienced one of the greatest evolutions over the years of coaching hundreds, thousands of clients in different scenarios. And so it's an interesting question, really, what type of goal setting works and what doesn't? So here's a, a few common things that we see that that cause people problems and ways to solve those issues. So the first is a lot of times people will reach out to us with goals that are too broad <laughs> and lack small progressive steps. Well, we'll help them see if they last, lack those small progressive steps. Now, does that mean it's not good to have the big audacious goal? N no, it, that is good. In fact, I want to hear the big picture goal. I want to put that motivation up in front of us and have that why out in front of us at all times. But after we talk about, hey, we've got, you know, 50 pounds to lose, we have this mountain to climb, we have these things to do. Now I want to put that on the shelf. We'll bring that out from time to time and talk about that. But what we find as coaches is most effective is after talking about the big goal, I want to discuss the specific action steps that we can accomplish within two or three weeks at the most along the way. 
to that bigger goal. And so by breaking it up and having your big goal and then your small steps along the way really makes the difference because it makes it actionable, tangible, and real. And so that that's what our coaches do. Probably tied in with that is the second tip that I would give give the audience, and that is don't overlook a performance component. Um, now that may sound odd, like, well, why would he say that? Isn't he a fitness company and teaches <laughs> people to exercise? So. Yes, and we're sports nutrition and we work with the, you know, the elite athletes and the Olympians and the NFLers and the whole nine yards. 83% of every email or call we get, it's help me lose X amount of pounds. And so when we do this strategy session, people say, here's my goal. I want to be able to lose weight. Not everybody, but 83%. That's our statistic. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you fall into that 83 percenters, make sure you don't ignore a performance goal also. And I know, Crystal, you and I have talked a lot about it. You've seen the difference. In sure. As you're reaching for your goals, you've made sure that performance goals were folded into that. And it just makes such a big difference because that's something linear that you can really grab onto tangibly see your body improving, hitting goals, being more athletic. So having those performance goals along with if your goal is weight loss is critical. The next recommendation that our top coaches help their clients to see is the need for specificity. And this is hard for anyone. And that's where, you know, having a a coach or an expert does help. But even just doing this on your own at home, uh, your strategy and your goal should not have an identity crisis. You should be able to clearly articulate what your goal is and in just a few brief sentences, explain what you're doing to move toward that goal. And if you're struggling to do that, you're probably wandering. We don't want to wander. We want to walk a tight path to those goals. Okay. When you're walking that tight path, you get results and results (laughs) turn into motivation, which turns into more results, you see. And so it's this positive feedback loop, whereas this wandering, this meandering, and what happens is the first period of, of one or two weeks where we're not making that progress and I'm out. Yep. You know, that's that's where the motivation stops. So having focus. So you've heard me share this before. I get these calls all the time, especially from my my type A executive personalities. They'll say, Angelo, I, I've heard you on podcasts. I know who you are. I know who you work with. Here's what I want. I want to, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to bench press 300. I want to run a sub six minute mile and I want to squat twice my body weight. Are you the guy that can help me get there? And I always say, yes, I am. But here's what you have to do. Here's what you have to do. You have to pick which one of those things you want to accomplish first. And oh, by the way, I would tell my elite athletes the exact same thing. You can do all this stuff, but you need to pick which one is your priority. And it doesn't mean we're going to ignore the others. It means that we're going to have enough specificity built into your diet, your training, and your time allocation in your health and wellness program each week that we can really move the dial 
towards one of these items, maybe two, check the boxes, maintain them, and move on to the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. That's an efficient goal setting session. In fact, I joke with clients and my coaches that an effective goal setting session is not about picking the goals. That's the easy part. It's about deciding what you're not going to do. And and I'm a big, you know, slash and burner in these goal sessions set uh, goal setting sessions with what are you doing? Okay, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. Why? Because this is what we need to spend our time and energy doing since your stated goal is that. I think that's why MetPro has been so effective for me is because I'm naturally gifted at knowing what I'm not going to do. Like, we didn't, you didn't have to do any of that. You've like never crossed, and jelly. You have never crossed a goal off my list. <laughs> that's Tom's magic power. <laughs> No, you, Tom, you are very focused at what you will do also. That's yeah. been your whole shtick. This is, the, this is the deal and why you've gotten phenomenal results. Whereas I'm like, okay, I want to run a marathon and I want to lose weight and I want to get faster. And, and I want to build muscle. Yeah. And I want to, and I want to, and I want to. Yeah. yeah. And people tell me this all the time and, and like, oh, how do you know I wanted to do that? Well, because the last 300 people I talked to want to lean out, improve their energy, uh, and perform better. So I know that. Let's get more granular. Let's put numbers, figures, specifics, and priorities. Which one do you want first? You know, and and I have to laugh. There's, you know, I'm going to joke about this, but back in the old days when I we had the brick and mortar gym, um, I'd I'd have I remember this this one scenario where. Uh, I had a gal in, in the office and we were discussing goals and she was saying, uh, you know, about this performance and that performance and losing weight and this and that. And so I asked a very innocent question because I needed the answer. I said, you, you want to run faster. You, you want to, you know, hit this PR with this weight that you're trying to do. And you want to lose 10 pounds by this event that you have. Um, which is the priority? She goes, well, I really want to focus on all of them. I said, we can do a hybrid, but just know this. If you said to me that the 10 pounds was the most important part, your diet and training program are going to look vastly different than if you said hitting that pull-up PR. And she just quickly said, the 10 pounds. The 10 pounds. <laughs> and I had to laugh. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I've had it the other way, where it's like, well, I'll lose weight gradually, and that's fine, but I really want to hit this, this PR in my runs or yeah. my cycling or my lifts. So recognize that whatever your priority is, is absolutely should influence what you're doing with your diet and what you're doing with your training. And then one last to kind of wrap it all up. Um, if you want to hit goals, you need to have a baseline. That's probably the biggest number one missing component when we evaluate people and what's working and what's not is they don't have a baseline. In other words, if you don't know what, let's just call it nutritional baseline. If you don't know what is maintaining you right now, it will be nearly impossible to guess or estimate estimate what changes you're going to have to make to elicit 
results, weight loss, muscle development, whatever that may be, because you're just throwing darts blindfolded. If you're just Googling online, what should I do to lose weight? You're going to hear what somebody else might need to do. That has very little bearing on your reality until you have a baseline, which is why, of course, at MetPro, that's the first thing we're doing with our clients, establishing a baseline because it takes the guesswork out. But this is all things you can do on your own. Awesome. And if people are wanting help with sorting out their goals, or maybe they don't even know what their goals are, they just know they want to have some. (laughs) We get that too. Yeah, it was me. I'm just like, I don't know. (laughs) Make it better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, if they would like that tailor made for them, where can they find you? metpro.co slash tco awesome Awesome. thank you so much thank you thank you guys peloton artist collaboration the latest artist series features earth wind and fire which can't believe they're doing that in january and not september that's fair yeah that's fair is that their biggest hit i think so I yeah. love that. Who doesn't know that song? Like, I think even the kids know that song. Yeah. Like I mean, they certainly have lots of hits. They do. But, I don't mean that to take away from all their other yeah. amazing hits. But I, I do just think mean, that's probably the biggest hit that they have. That's such a such a great band and so many hits. So that that's dropping this week. So it, by the time you hear this, it will already be out there. All the classes will be up. So enjoy. And coming up after this, we're going to have all sorts of stuff. We're going to talk about the latest competitor news who are combining their powers to try to take a notch out of Peloton's business and will also spotlight some classes that you shouldn't miss. So stick around. You know what people love to do? What's that? Eat. But you know what <laughs> they maybe hate to do or don't have time to do? Cook. Cook. Yeah, some people love to cook. That I'm is not true. one of those people. And I really like when we are able to find something amazing like Factor. Whenever I checked into factor i got a box of keto for you okay and i got the calorie smart for me uh because i know that meat is the focus of your meal that it is and for me i'm like i want to try all the things so as long as it's healthy i'm good it can be any kind but the nice thing is these are like two minute meals you fuel up fast with factors restaurant quality meals and they're ready to heat and eat whenever you are and you know what we even did the math the factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every single meal is dietitian approved it's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily no prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off. That's code TCO50 at factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Checking out the competition. If the social medias are to be believed, and of course you can believe everything you read on the internet, (laughs) uh, 
Fitbit and SoulCycle appear to be Wonder Twin power activating. They are, yeah. And I'm not exactly sure the steps you need to take. I did see a brief article on this and it said something to the effect of like you could get two free passes for SoulCycle if you did XYZ steps with Fitbit. So it sounds like they're doing kind of a, a low entry mm-hmm. bar that you're going to be able to get. So if that's if that's your jam... Check it out. Have at it. And I mean, I guess it seems like a natural collaboration. If you're going to SoulCycle, you, there's a high degree of likelihood that you have a Fitbit. Yeah. Or some other tracking device. Yes. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. I'm taking your word for it. That Pat McAfee is a celebrity. I, I truly no don't idea. know. I, no I, I don't know. The helper bees, they thought this was hilarious. I'll be honest. I didn't even watch it. It's it, clearly sports. Exactly. Which is why we know nothing about it. They were giggling over it. Apparently, they sounded just like Peloton instructors. It was all kinds of talk. I don't know. Yeah, I did not get a chance to listen to it because it was a crazy busy day at work for me. But um, but yeah, his tweet says, I feel like I just did a Peloton class, but I guess they're talking about Peloton. Yeah, so they like they're I do know that they are like doing bits like they're they're using phrases that the Peloton instructors say. Gotcha. And so there were several of them and like they do it like with these really straight faces. And yeah. Okay. well, if you see that you can find it over on Pat McAfee's. Twitter or whatever Twitter is calling itself this week. I uh, I don't get paid by Twitter, so I still call it Twitter. Yeah. So if they want to send me a check, I'll call it something else. But it seems unlikely. I don't think we're the demo. Nah. Clip out. So uh, now it's time to call out the next bingo call out. Bingo. <laughs> so your instructor number two for this week is Tobias Heinz. And remember, when we have the German instructors, be sure to change your filters so you can include all German classes. There you go. New content. It is time for the TCO Top 5, where you guys chime in and tell us what your favorite classes of the week were, and then we share them with everyone out there so they can maybe find a new uh, new class for themselves to take. There were a lot of fun ones this week. Uh, the favorite Peloton bike boot camp, which is funny because we just talked about this, right. uh, a 60-minute EDM bike boot camp with Jess Sims from January 2nd, and Chelsea Schroeder loved this class, not just for the workout, but the heart just put into it. She said, if you know what Jess has been dealing with over the last month, this will give you all the feels. Her dad passed away. She gives several nods to her dad and her grieving. I was happy to see her back on the bike. Not her hardest class by any means, but I'm really happy there's a new 60-minute bike boot camp out. That's nice. Absolutely. Uh, then there was the favorite Peloton ride. This was January 6th, a 30-minute classic rock ride with Dennis Morton. And uh, Jerry Miller found that this was a rock music lover's treat of a class. Uh, he said that he especially liked the ride, used the full album versions of the song. And it's a good workout with classic tunes. Because the songs are longer, there were only five. L.A. Woman, Can't You Hear Me Knocking by the Rolling Stones, Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles, Free Bird by Leonard Skinner, and Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. Okay, that is a good playlist. That Free Bird, that's a whole that's class like, by itself. That's eight minutes of yes. the class right but there. I was going to say, as like the format used to be called AOR, which stands for album-oriented rock. So like... Yeah, you play the album versions. Well, especially of these. Yes. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that. 
Thank God there was no Grateful Dead on there. <laughs> then, <laughs> there would, yeah, then it would have to be one of those 90-minute classes. Yeah. Uh, okay, favorite Peloton yoga. This is from January 10th. It was a 20-minute focus flow uh, that was glutes with Kristen McGee. And Becky Gomez said that this class was so good, it combined glute activation and stretching, which is great for runners and riders. Also, very good music by Mumford & Sons, Alec. Aloe Black and Marin Morris. What a interesting trio there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then the favorite Peloton row. I mean, come on. Of course, it's going to be the 20 minute premiere row with Bex <laughs> Gentry. Uh, this was from January 11th. And Vanessa took the class and loved it. The energy and support from Bex Beast was amazing. And her energy and enthusiasm for the row was great. Plus, the class was good. She's a good teacher and helped with her form. Then, of course, we have our favorite Peloton unstackable ride. And this week, it was a 30 minute 30-minute house ride with Jess King from November 3rd of 23. Uh, and Stephanie Lotto said that it's unstackable and so fun. Lots of hills, but a killer playlist and vibes. We have new German split training programs for people. Well, we don't, but Peloton does. Yeah. Yeah, I really thought we had posted this, so I apologize that we missed it. But this, this actually dropped back on December 5th. Um, there was a new one with Assal and then a new one with Cliff. And so five days with Assal and three days with Cliff. So very cool. Make sure you check those out. Ben Aldis has released the Stronger You 2. Two, which is great. What a wonderful way to start off the new year. So if you enjoyed The Stronger You Won, and based on all the comments I have seen, most people did, then uh, you will enjoy Stronger You Too. We also have uh, not one, not two, but three uh, or classes celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. And uh, one was a cycling class with Tune Day. And that all of these aired on the 15th Martin Luther King sure, Day. Uh, and this was a 30 minute class with Tune Day. And then there were two classes, both of them with Chelsea Jackson Roberts. The first one was a 30 minute yoga flow. And this then there was also a 10 minute meditation. Which makes total sense. Why? Well, because Martin Luther King was, I mean, the Reverend Martin Luther King. It makes total sense that there would be a meditation class around Martin Luther King because he inspires people to meditate on serious topics. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's yeah. true. I just, I thought you were going to make a joke. No. And I was like, why are we? You're like, oh, dear God. Yeah. No, no. I was just saying, <laughs> like a lot of times meditation classes for me on the, on different topics or different artists. And you don't I, always see the I hesitate obvious to connection. refer to him as an artist. Like that feels dismissive. It does. Not that there isn't art to what he did, but. but I yeah. get what you're saying. But, uh, but for to meditate with Martin Luther King makes absolute sense i don't know that there's been one that's made more sense so there you go fair enough there are also uh three other classes things out there you got the move for you challenge yeah that's happening this week and you have the 10 days in total to take all of the 10 classes and you get a badge like a special badge if you do all 10 you got new yoga conditioning. Yes. Uh, there's two new classes. One is a 30-minute yoga conditioning core with Mariana. That is going to take place on January 20th at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And then there's also a 10-minute upper body with Kristen. And that takes place, um, that did take place on the 17th at noon Eastern. 
And finally, you have Power Zone FTP classes. Yeah. So Olivia is dropping not only a 10 minute FTP warm up, but a 20 minute FTP test. Another thing that's great to start the new year off with. Uh, so both of those are going to drop the did drop um, on demand Tuesday, January 16th. So they're out there. If you are looking to redo your FTP test, good luck. <laughs> Peloton birthdays. And we've got two birthdays this week, which we said last week because I screwed up. <laughs> At least I'm owning it. Yeah. So uh, and they are on January 22nd. I got the dates right. I just shouldn't have included them in the yeah, episode from a just, timing standpoint. You were just early. I was so excited for Ben and Logan. <laughs> So uh, Ben Aldis has a birthday coming up on January 22nd. And Logan Aldridge on January 25th. Happy birthday. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to the Cavero brothers. We had a great time talking to them, so stick around. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Nicholas and Chris Cafaro, they are brothers. Now that gay marriage is legal, I, you gotta specify stuff like that. They do, like, you it do. Could it, it could. Maybe they're also that. I don't know, but I just want to let people know that they're brothers. But you go by well, Nick. Is brother not marriage Nick, is legal? Go, I we don't. Are, depends we, on where this, state you live in. This does come from Missouri. <laughs> our our end of the thing. So, okay. I mean, California is pretty liberal. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Be great for taxes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to marry you, Nick. Stop asking. <laughs> he, he doesn't need the paper. It's, that's fair. <laughs> so, and, and, and well, if their names sound familiar, we should say they are from the hit fiction podcast, The Royals of Malibu. Yes. And now they have a companion series, The Royal Boys. But they're also uh, Peloton users. Yeah. So, so that's right. welcome. Welcome. So we thank were you so thank much you for so much. Us. Thanks for having us. We're excited that you're here. And I have to say for the people who are listening, we had just kind of tried to give you a little background on Tom that he never does any Peloton whatsoever. And you guys were a little shocked by that. A little like, wait, you've never even tried it. Never touched it. <laughs> well, I guess I did touch it because we had to move it upstairs. That's once true. For, you helped uh, me carry it once. Helped you carry it. So is this like, are you actively avoiding it? At this point, it feels like you it, are. It must be. It must be a protest at this point because... <laughs> If you're running this podcast and talking about it every day, well, hang on. You have to actively not try. Pump, <laughs> pump the brakes. I just need to clarify. I am in no way, shape, or form running this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not faking it either. <laughs> credit where credit is due. I sit down and talk. That's, and, that's, but that's Crystal true. does the running of the podcast. So, uh, which is why, like, I have another podcast that I do with friends, and, and she does not run that podcast. And you can tell based on downloads. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, uh, he did stand on my treadmill once, my Peloton treadmill. He you did were like, stand on it. Feel how fluffy this is. Yes, yes. She's got a tread fluffy. plus. Fluffy. Well, I have the tread plus, and it has the it's slats. Very cushiony. So it's like there's oh. a lot of bounce to it, yeah. and you have to like actually try this. And he like he stood on it. And he was like, cool. I was like, I guess that's that's all I got. Yeah. He so does, there you go. Well, Tom, he, you're in you're in phenomenal shape for someone who doesn't. <laughs> Do any physical exercise? It sounds like he tonals. He tonals now. I, a few years back, I caved and I started doing tonal. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. Oh yeah, so, but I didn't start that till I was almost fifty. I am now forty-seven. That's <laughs> how good tonal is. He's aging backwards. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> back in time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally caved and started doing tonal, and I have lost a lot, a lot of weight, and I look much different than when the show began. Yes. So yes. good for you. May I ask you a question? about tonal that allowed yeah, sure, yeah absolutely who's your favorite instructor on tonal or do you just choose your own weight oh hmm because hmm. a very good friend of ours Uh-oh. is an instructor on tonal that's my favorite one <laughs> yeah his name is tony horton <laughs> he was the p90x yeah, guy yeah, for yeah. and now he does tonal he does um, yeah. so that's how chris and i are familiar with tonal because he has one at his house so we use it all the time He's it's a good a, friend of yours? It sounds like a joke, but yeah, he is. Yeah. How? Very good friend. He's like my adopted. Um, we're from Connecticut. I moved out to L.A. nine years ago. Yeah. I was the only person in my family here at that point. And I waited on Tony and his wife at a restaurant I was working at. And they were so kind to me. And we hit it off. And they invited me over to like do a workout, a group workout that they do like all, all the time. Were you and worried about that invitation? I would be worried about this. When, <laughs> I was, when a married I was. couple is like, why don't you come over to our house? <laughs> I was like, Nick, drop a pin, drop a pin. Make sure we know where you are. Right? <laughs> Actually, Chris, what you said was because I was going there to do a plyo thing. He invites like 25 people, a lot of people over to do plyo in his backyard, plyometrics. And Chris was like, dude, if you go in person, you can't hit the pause button. Right. Don't yeah. go. Facts. <laughs> and he's right. That's facts. And so I threw up all over his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah, he's a total guy. So yeah. that, that machine is unbelievable. I mean, it doesn't hold a candle to Peloton, but they're very different, right? Like tonal different. is all about strength training and Peloton is all about cardio. So it's okay. They could exist in the same world. We have exactly. a podcast about tonal too. We love yeah. tonal as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's that one called? That one's called the superset. Get it? Cause you do. Oh, <laughs> wow. We're really good at naming podcasts. I was wondering if you were going to do something about tone and audio or no, but I'm we glad did, you did the superset. We did consider that, but tonal was nice enough to you know the you know the little beeps well i guess if you don't use it use it you may not know but at the end of every workout they have like you're yeah. getting down to the last three and like boop boop boop, boop, boop. well they actually let us have their sound files to use in our like opening song and in our like, like sweepers, sweepers and yeah. stuff. Oh, wow so, really cool oh that's I'm, very cool <laughs> i'm glad you said that actually because clip outs opening song 
is incredible. You listened to our song? Oh, my yeah, God. Who did, who did that? A guy named Jeff Smith. I have to say that every once in a while because people think I did it. Yeah. And I cannot sing. No. Like, I am legally forbidden from Also, singing. Jeff Smith sounds like the most, like, it sounds like a name, like somebody's, like, going into hiding or right. something. But, like, he's yes. a real guy. Uh, he's the done... one that's on, like, the demo credit card. Right. Yes. The, yes. How they credit a film when the director no longer <laughs> wants to be associated with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's Jeff with a G, so G E O F F. And uh, oh, Jeff. Yes, yes. Exactly. Not yes. the other Jeff, which is the guy who created the comic book Bone, which is not dirty. And <laughs> um, and I won't read it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Same. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I stumbled on his site one day, and he had written some song, and I'm like, "That's a really catchy song." And then he had all these things of like, "Oh, I'll write songs for you." And I was like, that could come in handy one day. And I bookmarked it. And literally like three years later, when we were starting this show, I was like, we should get a theme song. And I reached out and much to my amazement, I could afford him. I was even more surprised I could afford him when I heard how good the song was. Yeah. And we, that was his first yeah. take, that by was the his way. First take. We made <laughs> almost no changes to that song. He's like, send me a list of like words associated with Peloton. And give me the vibe that you want. And I'm like, okay. And he sent, and I was like, kind of like this, I guess. I wasn't even for sure what I wanted. And he sent that back. And I was like, I didn't know what I wanted. No notes. But it is that. Yes. And you killed That's it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so. like my dream. Making right? jingles. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun to do all day? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It'd be amazing. I think it would just depend on the product. Well, okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's you fair. Know. Because that, that would drive how in, interested you are. But anyway, yeah, we're supposed guys. to be asking you questions about you. Because <laughs> this always happens when we have podcasters uh, on, is they start asking us questions. That is true. And it's like, they're like, you do what every week about Peloton? <laughs> how? And so, how is that possible? So how we're supposed to ask you the thing. So what I always like to start with is how did you guys first like find Peloton? How did you become involved in the Peloton world? Chris, I'll start if that's all right. Uh, and please. I think it's the same answer for you our sister and brother-in-law have the peloton in their house and okay. that was my introduction to peloton of course i heard about it i think i heard about it through that infamous ad yes christmas ad i believe yes and then they had one in their house and we were there for an extended period of time once and luckily our, all the shoes sized fit oh nice. the shoe size fit because you're you blood relatives quit, something like that yes yeah. exactly so we all have the same feet <laughs> and um i did it and it was great and my mom loved it so much and she kept talking about it. And then my dad, who's an impulsive shopper, was like, okay, then we got to get one. We got to get one. And she didn't want to, but he got one anyway. And then they had one in their house. And during the pandemic, I moved back home for about three months. And that was my main source of exercise. That's how I really got into it. And then eventually I came back to LA. And one of Chris's friends actually was selling one online, which is always so funny to me because I always, there's this fun life cycle of the Peloton where you like, you see someone post about it, like, just got a Peloton. And like three <laughs> months later, it's on Facebook Marketplace. Just like, <laughs> if you have a car big enough, you can have it for free. Just take it out of my house. Uh, but I got one of those. So I've been using it here pretty much nonstop. But my sister and brother-in-law are like full on Peloton. They bought the treadmill. They have another one for like, yeah, they're all about it. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I started dabbling when my parents had it. I, I was living in New York during the pandemic and would bounce back and forth to check in on them and, and spend time with them. So I would use it when I was home. And then I moved to Los Angeles a little over a year ago. And I just coincidentally got an apartment right next to Nick's apartment, literally like, you know, a hundred feet away. And so 
So he has the Peloton. Every now and then I'll text him and be like, hey, Dan, can I come clip in? Um, and we just got to like check with his roommate, make sure I'm not like displacing anybody. But yeah, so I'm able to use Nick's. That's fantastic. He doesn't want to get married to me, but he wants to use my Peloton. Isn't that always the way? And live right next to me. Yeah. Hey, why buy the cow? Right, right. That's exactly, I was thinking that. You can drink the milk as long as it doesn't interfere with the roommate. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's it's a milk milk. alternative, by the way. (laughs) And drink lots of it before you get on the bike. Dairy (laughs) is great as a pre-workout. Oh my God. It's like almond milk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh man, milk. What? No. Sorry. Almond brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Doobie brothers. It's just now it's just what's a game. happening. Just word we're just I'm, naming I'm, Leonard Skinner. I was like, just now naming. we're just naming bands. No, I, I was playing along. I was naming the show What's Happening because oh. the Doobie Brothers oh. were on the show What's Happening, where Rerun tries to bootleg the concert. I should have known, Tom. And I should have known. Michael McDonald has to chastise him. I neglected to tell you that Tom turns every conversation into pop culture. Every conversation. It does not matter what we start with, that. it will end up back at pop culture. Good. I would also love to hear Michael McDonald chastising someone. (laughs) It's on the YouTube. (laughs) No, Nick, that was Rick Astley. You don't know that, Chris. I don't know that. No, you you look like a fool on this podcast. (laughs) Well, maybe I was trying to Rickroll somebody. Well, Nick, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry you had to see that. It's okay, siblings. 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 Drama's good for downloads. That's right. Starting starting arguments. Okay, so you both have done Peloton since around the pandemic-ish, okay? And so have you stuck mostly with just the bike or have you like done any of the classes outside of that? Because they have so much now. Yeah, I do mostly the bike. The vast majority is the bike, but I also do yoga. Okay. I like the Dennis Morton yoga. And I did a few of the cardios and the core workouts, but then I gave up as I do most of the time with cardio and core workouts. (laughs) So I stuck to the bike. But the bike is cardio. It's a different kind of cardio. Like, I understand hating cardio. Yeah. No one gets that more than me. But there's something about being actually clipped into the bike that you're just like, I have to do it. When you're doing cardio, like standing on your feet, it's like, I could just stop. (laughs) There's an extra layer to having to stop when you're on the bike. You got to like rotate your ankle. It's a whole thing. Oh, I thought it was more like, oh, I can sit down. It's not as... That like too. I'm, I'm sitting, so it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> Although not, not the most comfortable seat. No. If, if we're being honest. It's comfortable for a bike seat, but as far as like seats go, you're right. not going to relax with no. something parked up your crack. No, I don't think anybody's like, I'm going <laughs> to chill out on this this Peloton bike for a couple hours. Like, I don't think that's, yeah. unless it's for a, a power zone ride that lasts a couple hours, that's the only time anybody would ever do that. <laughs> Have you ever done one of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have not done the two hour ride because we just had the first one like about a month ago. Um, but I have done I saw that I've done the longest time I ever spent on the bike was when I was doing I did 70 miles in one day and I was trying to do 100. I didn't make it to wow. 100, but that was a long day. How long did that take? Uh, I think it was like four. She stopped right before we started recording. <laughs> Took me well, a year. She's sweating profusely. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell, but she is. I think it was like four and a half. It might have been closer to six. That was like three years ago. That was before the pandemic. That's how long ago that was that I did. Wow. That. And I have not tried that again since. But wow. during the pandemic, I did do a full marathon on my treadmill. So yeah. 
but I walked it. So I don't want to like give you any visions of green. No, listen. Hey, a marathon's a marathon. If you got it's there. a marathon, not a sprint, you know? <laughs> what I always say. It's true. The funniest thing about, I think we said like our sister has a Peloton, our, our parents have one and Nick has one. Yeah. Our parents is not properly calibrated. Oh, oh God. So it's like a little easier. Yeah. So a like, little <laughs> their 40 isn't like a regular 40. Okay. So you um, guys are like at the top of the leaderboard when you're at your, your parents? Yeah. So when you're at, but then when my parents go to visit my sister or or us, they were here a couple of weeks ago, they're like, that bike is just too hard. And we're like, well, <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be. You guys are just like pedaling along yeah. all happy. And my dad's like, yeah, I just did my thousandth ride. And it's like, really? Because you've gained 20 pounds. So something's not working here. It's dude. all thigh muscle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very trunky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Um, funny. You know, when they came out with the Bike Plus, those auto calibrate. So the original bike can vary dramatically from bike to bike. But the Bike Plus that came out, in theory, it auto calibrates. And so those should all be very similar whenever you use those. Everything has a plus now. Everything has a plus. It's like in the 90s when everything became extreme. Yes. Yeah. It was like Like that. Like if Peloton existed in the 90s, it It would have been bike bike extreme. extreme. That's so true. Yeah. That is true. And not with an E. It would have started X. X, It would have been the X. Yes. Yes. We were just in London. I was visiting the London studio this last week. And I was on two different bikes over two different days. And there was... You have to pedal counterclockwise because it's London. (laughs) (laughs) No, you still pedal normally. Instead of water, they give you blood sausage. I can't ever get a story out. No. All the songs are yakety sacks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you done? Never. Okay. (laughs) So both of the bikes, though, were so dramatically different just in the studio because like one day I was taking a class with Sam Yo and I was trying to follow along with what he was saying. And like I could not keep what he was calling out at all. And then later that week I was doing one with Emma because they were all the instructors were there for the Peloton on tour event. Emma was calling out stuff and I was like, oh, this is no big deal. I can do this all day. It's like that's how different they can be. That's just crazy. But I have the bike plus now and my bike plus is just as hard as my original bike. I always had a hard bike, my original one. So yeah, Yeah, I I often and I hope this isn't controversial. I wonder if the calibration on the teacher's bike is less. Oh, because I do not believe (laughs) love her to death, but I cannot believe that Olivia is able to do what she's telling me to do. It feels impossible. I feel like when this airs, we're going to have to bleep out the name of the instructor. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you don't. Because if she knows I'm talking about her, then we have done something right. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this is a compliment. Like, if her bike is properly calibrated, then you're just pumping her up. So, in my opinion, her classes, I find to be the hardest. I'm like, how do you do that? You are not sweating. Like you look like a model and we're 30 miles in and my legs are literally on fire. It's true. Like she is one of the hardest instructors and she always like bounces around a lot. So you'll be like standing, sitting, standing, sitting. And then it's like, oh, we're going to 70 for 20 seconds, but then we're going to back it down to 25 for 10 seconds. It's craziness. Yeah. yeah. I'm hyperventilating. She's like singing. Yeah. She's like, this is great. <laughs> This is great. I try to like counter legs and like match mine to hers to see like, are you really going this right cadence? <laughs> two. Because it's two legs. Maybe. I was going to say that this seems pretty <laughs> Very obvious. simple. Yeah. I, I knew what you meant. Or, I knew what you meant. You know, it's, it's <laughs> counting isn't as easy for some people. Okay. <laughs> 
So don't count me out. Is she the one that always does the classes where like every time the artist sings this? No, no, no. That's just Sims. Oh, okay. That's just Sims. I don't because it's always like it's the Ramones. Every time they say A O. <laughs> You have to add. <laughs> you so, and Jess Sims is mostly a tread instructor, so I don't know if you guys have taken any classes with her, but she does what they call listening games, and she was the first instructor to do that. So she would be like, she would have a song, and she'd be like, every time they say this, add, and it would be add cadence, or, well, you would be on the tread. So in that case, it would be add incline or add speed. And so by the time she picks a song that you want to kill her by the end, you know. Well, the just... other day they were playing a class. Maybe it was, were you in one of her classes? It, no. They were playing it in the studio. She was playing Jolene. Yeah. Emma did it. Okay. Emma did it. And yeah. she was wow. like, every time they say Jolene, in, I was like, sweet baby, Jesus, it what was, are you doing to the And it was a remix. It was a remix oh. of Jolene's. I mean, it was like, add, 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 add. It was like that. And then you got a question, like, when they say Jolene, is that like, Five? Yeah. Is that just one? Yeah. Every hard J sound yeah. you have to pull. I, I lied. That was actually Bex on the tread. And because we added four full points by the end. Like it was like Oof. insanely fast. Bex Gentry is insanely fast running. Back in college, we used to do that with drinking with Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they said Roxanne, you had to take another swig of your beer. And by the end of that song, you were blasted. Yeah. And that's what I do on the Peloton tread. You drink You drink, you drink beer? beer? And count yeah, no, and no. one you can't count legs. You can count legs. <laughs> it's all making six. Six, six legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. <laughs> well, so who is your favorite bike instructor then? I'll go five. Nick. Okay, go ahead. Shut up. You're talking enough. It's Tony Horton. <laughs> Tony Horton. No. So I have a great answer for this. I was in an acting class back in 2018 with a young man named Bradley Rose. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was this handsome British posh man who was a very serious actor. He was a great actor and he was a really cool dude. And I was always like, oh, I like that guy. And then we lost touch, you know, because the pandemic and I was on the thing. I was on the bike and I was like, holy shit, that's Bradley Rose. <laughs> and so I took one of his classes to support him. And then I found that his classes sort of cater to a more moderate middle-aged female crowd. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, this is my speed. So he is my favorite instructor, not only because I know him personally, but because he isn't too hard. And, and because he's dreamy. <laughs> and he's very dreamy. I didn't know this, but I guess he is a survivor of a stroke, yes. uh, which is incredibly inspiring. It is um, because it wasn't that long ago that he didn't. They told him he couldn't exercise at all anymore. And now he's like just like doing these amazing classes and he did like a whole thing on Instagram about that. It was really interesting to read or to hear his story. He's a better man than I am. If a doctor told me to never exercise again, I, there would deal. be no second opinion. <laughs> yeah, Fine. yeah, I'd be like, well, doctor. What are you going to do? Thank Thank you. Orders. Yeah. Here's two times my copay. Thank you for yes. your service. <laughs> was that really weird? Like a surreal moment seeing like somebody that you actually know up there? Like, because we know them in parasocial relationships. That's very different. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was cool, but Nick and I are both actors and we've been acting for a long time. And so you're sort of accustomed to seeing your friends on TV or pop up in a commercial or do this or that. So it was a surprise just because I didn't know that he was a fitness mogul guy. Um, <laughs> but it was it is an experience I have a lot where it's like, oh, hey, good for him, you know. <laughs> And especially like usually when you see someone who's a similar type to you as an actor on TV, you're like, well, f that guy. Yeah. Not, excuse me. Sorry. Just <laughs> no, you're, no you're fine. Well, like, you can uh, say guy. Like, okay. 
<laughs> like, why didn't I get that audition? But for this, it's like, oh, there's zero percent chance that I was going to be a Peloton instructor. So this is really cool for him. And I'm, I can truly I can celebrate your success because exactly. I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it. You can have it. It's OK. For me. Congratulations <laughs> on being a dentist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Might as well be an astronaut. Right. If he had been an OBGYN, on the other hand. <laughs> well, yes. See. Right. One of my best friends is an OBGYN. And you're insanely jealous. <laughs> when you hear the stories, it's yeah, not as luxurious <laughs> as you think. You I know. Stories? I always, I always make that yeah, joke. And then, I'm, and then I'm like, but you don't get to pick who the patients are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm feeling very Crystal, female at this thoughts? moment. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a female OBGYN tell me a story about how she had a cut on her finger. <laughs> oh, Oh, no. Where's this going? It's a career ending injury. She was like, this is a real problem because she could not do examinations all that day. And it was like a real problem. And she was really she just told me this random story. That's what popped into my my head when you told me that. (laughs) My mom has eczema on her hand. She can't cut certain citrus. Oh, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's very, very depending. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the Venn diagram. (laughs) So I'm just curious, what was your fitness level like pre Peloton? Were you doing anything at all? Nick, go for it. (laughs) Yeah, I work out quite a bit. So I don't do Peloton every single day. I do it about three times a week. I mix it in, but I mostly work out with Tony still and Chris does as well. And I'll do. I don't have a gym membership. I do everything at home. So I have all my weights, pull-up bar, everything here in my little apartment. Although I think I've probably ruined my door frame with my pull-up bar. (laughs) And I try to work out six times a week and mix uh, in cardio with Dean and Resistance. You wouldn't be able to tell by looking at me. (laughs) I've made zero progress. No, I'm kidding. I made a little progress, but the Peloton has certainly helped quite a bit because it's just like I said, you just kind of, I like the mindlessness of just strapping in and just do what they tell you to do. Yeah. Especially when you're working out at home and alone, it's hard to get that motivation. So I would agree. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm similar. I do belong to a gym because I need that. Like I need to remove myself from my home because I do a lot of my work from home as an actor and writer and podcaster. So for me, I like having somewhere to go to be like, OK, I'm here. And it's similar to with Peloton where you have a task like you're clipped in. 30 minutes, finish it. Going to the gym helps me do that. But yeah, I try to work out four to five days a week. I'm sure in the new year, I'm going to be like, nope, my resolution is to do it more and to be more efficient about it, you know? Um, Because it's also easy to get into a routine where you're like, okay, well, I'll just do arms today. And then your biceps are massive and your legs are little chicken feet and (laughs) and you look like Gru from Despicable Me. (laughs) But, you know, if they do a live action adaptation, you are sad. I would love that. Although I got in this argument the other day with my girlfriend. How tall do you think Gru is? Oh, that's a good point. I looked it up. There's an answer. Oh, I can can honestly say I've never thought about it. I would guess it's like five two. I was thinking five five. That was my guess. Yeah, six seven. Yeah, he's like seven to eight feet tall. Well, that would mean those little girls are like four and a half to five feet tall for their ages. Right. It does make sense. Well, they say it's because the minions are too two and a half feet tall and he's like three and a half minions high. Huh. And so that's the math they use. Huh. Who's right. they? 
<laughs> the, the minion people. The people at DreamWorks Animation or whoever is responsible for group. Illumination. Illumination. Yeah, I was like, that's not big <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate minions so much. Oh my God, he's such an anti-minion guy. My, the, my father is a minion. How dare you, sir? <laughs> so you were adopted? <laughs> It's a recessive gene, okay? Yeah. Neither short nor yellow. So. They thought it was jaundice, and then they realized <laughs> it was his heritage. Yeah. Does he go around on Halloween like, my culture is not your costume? He just like, look at this. Dad, stop. You're embarrassing me. Oh. Banana. Banana. But at least you're bilingual. That's, that's <laughs> an we do speak fluent minion. <laughs> I think the minions are cute. I hate them so damn much. He gets mad at them. I, like the that's first, such a funny thing to be passionately yeah, <laughs> it passionate is. about. It really is. Well, and you know, there's so few things in this world that you're allowed to hate anymore. And, <laughs> and so it's nice to have one that so nobody can really get mad at you about. Well, right? Like it's not like oh, it's. Norwegians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> so since you guys have different times lived in New York, have you ever thought about going to the Peloton studio to take a class live? Would you do that? I, I would do that. Totally. I have thought about it. I didn't know it was a realistic thing. I thought it was like invite only. I didn't know you could do that, okay. but I would totally do it. I've never even been called out in a class. I've never taken a live class. I'm very specific about the classes I take, so okay. I've only done like I only do Power Zone with Matt Wilpers. Yeah, you never got to answer who your favorite instructor is, so it's Matt Wilpers. Oh, Matt Wilpers, yeah. Okay. By far. Okay. I love, I'm not good at, and we actually talk about this in our podcast because in one of the scenes in this Royals of Malibu, she's on a bike. The whole episode is called like Don't Dim My Sparkle because her instructor is like, no, anybody dim your sparkle. And I, I'm not that kind of workout person. Like, I don't like that kind of motivation or weird cliches that don't quite work i just like matt wilpers is like this is the science this is what we're doing this is what we're working on he's not able to pedal to rhythm or anything um <laughs> and yeah i'm just like that's what i want i want somebody to tell me what is happening okay what is vo2 max i don't know what the hell that is but it makes me feel like a freaking neil degrasse tyson <laughs> I, I get that. Big Peloton he, user Neil deGrasse Tyson, by the way. I, Big Peloton so, guy. So is his brother Mike. <laughs> Boo. Huge into fitness. Boo. But I get that. It makes you feel like a real athlete, quote unquote. And I have to say quotes because like you're an athlete if you do anything, any of these. You're oh, working oh, out. Oh, Chris, although I am not. But no, it does. Like when you're doing the science behind it and you understand it and you're like, I'm making a choice to do this and here's why. And he explains it. That's training. Like you're really training. Yeah. You're not just riding a bike. And and so I totally got I feel like there's stages of Peloton from that vantage point, too, because when I first got my bike, I was like, I'm going to be a real bike athlete and I'm going to do all the things and I did heart rate training and I got my VO2 max tested and I did all the things. Bought a bib. <laughs> I did buy a bib. I know. I know. Was it for all the drooling? No. No, that's Well, once I started doing the tonal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the the bike shorts that you wear, like the whole thing, like it's a little outfit that you have to wear whenever you're on the bike for hours on end so that you're nothing hurts, let's just say. And Matt Wilpers was the very first instructor that brought those to Peloton, that like, he was the first one to wear them and he still wears them. But he's a serious outside rider. And so I, I got an outside bike and I was going to do all those things. And then I stopped having fun and I was like, huh, I need to go back and just like do things that are 
just make me have fun for a while because I got too serious and I was like, it stopped to being like, oh, this is something fun I do. It was like, yeah. I had to do this class and I had to do it three times a week because I had to up my FTP for the next time I did my test and it started being stressful. And I was just like, this kind of takes all the fun out of it. So I just... Yeah, but that's what's great about Peloton, right? Is. Is, that, is that there are so many different ways you can interact with it. It's not just one teaching style rammed down your throat. That's exactly like, right. For a lot of people, they need the fun. That's what brings them back. For other people, they want to know that, like, I'm not wasting my time. They want the science. Like, yeah. that's, I, I yeah. totally get it. I was going to say, you said you only take Matt Wilper's classes. And so here's the problem with that. You need to take at least one class with a different instructor because while Matt Wilpers is your favorite instructor, if he's the only instructor you take, he's also your least favorite instructor. That's true. Oh. That's, that's, that's sad. That's true. Also, if he ever leaves. You will be so sad. Oh, what then? Yeah, I don't know if you guys have watched what goes on the internet about these instructors, but I see a lot of the stuff that people get really upset. And I mean, really upset when an instructor leaves. Like, it's a thing. It's always ugly. It's wow. real ugly. Yeah. And so, Is there like lots of drama behind it? Like, are they like poached by other companies? No, or I would say Peloton is probably like the gold standard the of like being a cycling instructor. But when it's they like leave. leaving sticks to join damn Yankees. <laughs> Why would you do Who that? Would do that. Yeah. See, pop culture. <laughs> We're Mets fans. <laughs> but no, it's not like drama because like people are just upset that they can no longer take classes with their favorite instructor. There is no other instructor like Matt Wilpers for some people. But, and so. But do they remove their content from there? Can they eventually? So eventually they will. It takes years. Unless. Well. <laughs> Unless there is drama, yeah. and like one instructor who allegedly sent some uh -oh. pictures. Well, and then Daniel. McKenna. I know I, I was getting there. Oh, okay. uh, then there was the, the the instructor who sent some pictures that were not asked for via social media to several ladies. Just yes. before and after shots. <laughs> yeah. There were more during yeah. shots. <laughs> uh, so his stuff got removed like the same day. I've never seen I mean, Peloton do that. It was like how Soviet Russia <laughs> would like, delete you from existence. He did like, not like exist. He never existed. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> he was stricken from the record. Yeah, he was. Wow. Uh, yeah. He's like, I had Voldemort. no idea Anthony Weiner rode bikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the instructor who like said some he wasn't real happy with Peloton when he left and that caused lots of drama and he tried to sue him. It got ugly. It got, very it got ugly. real ugly. His stuff was just like gone. Yeah. Well, they came to a some kind of settlement yeah. that who knows what it looks like. But sure. part of that settlement was that they were taking all of his content down. That was yeah. part of the settlement. So other wow. than that, it stays up for I would say two to three years and then it goes away. It just so. slowly kind of just fades yeah. out. Like just through attrition yes. goes away. Yes. So, so you should tell us about your guys' podcasts. Yes, please do. Absolutely. So Nick and I both play brothers on a fiction podcast called The Royals of Malibu, which is like a teenage drama, sort of a new age Cinderella story about a young woman whose parents pass away and she has to move to Malibu with this family, the Royals. And the Royals are led by their father, Callum. And ha he has two boys, Easton and Reed, played by Nick and myself. And this young woman lives with them and is incorporated into their lives. And there's drama and sex and drugs and rock and roll. Very little rock uh, and roll. Very little <laughs> rock and roll. Very different than our high school experiences, <laughs> uh, for sure. But it's been this great podcast led by a young woman named Alyssa McKay, who's very popular on TikTok and Instagram. And she plays Ella, who's the lead. And 
we've done two seasons and it was extremely popular. It, it peaked at number one on the fiction podcast um, awesome. charts. And it's been really, the fans have been amazing. And Nick and I, in an effort to sort of capitalize or not capitalize, but, you know, it dive in even further. Take oh, advantage look, of the momentum. Yes, exactly. Ride the wave. We were like, what if we did a re-listen companion podcast? So we launched this podcast where we, we, review each episode. We sort of do behind the scenes. We dive in to the meat and the themes of the episode and we have special guests to talk about it. And it's been really fun. How long has the like companion podcast been going? We started that a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Ooh, a couple, couple months ago. We just really, our first episode was released a few weeks ago. So we're almost done recapping the whole second season. We started with the second season because that was just was what was released. But yeah, it's still relatively new, but we have been really pleasantly surprised with the reaction to it and the downloads and the interactions and and all of that. It's been really great. That's the, awesome. the fans are amazing because, you know, what's better than two aging millennials talking about a Gen Z soap opera? <laughs> people, <laughs> people seem to like it. I bet people really enjoy hearing your take on it, though. Since you're in it, they have that parasocial relationship with you as the actors, and then you're actually talking about it. I mean, that's, of course, people are excited about that because yeah. that gives them like an inside look at how it all works. Should we do that? Should we go back through our old episodes? Oh, God. Yeah, no. just kind of... <laughs> and then be like, that's so funny. The director's cut. Yeah. So well, is, it is very is reminiscent of that. <laughs> The DVR, uh, DVD commentary, yeah. or, you know, that we used to have, but it doesn't even exist anymore because nobody has DVDs. Or commentary. <laughs> or commentary. No, unfortunately, right. everybody has commentary. Uh, yeah. That's, no. yeah. that's no, true. I find most people don't have opinions about things. Uh, <laughs> Where is this but magical it, place on the internet that yeah. you are? <laughs> I know, right? I wish. I wish. Friendster. It is interesting because we do have to sort of toe this line between honoring and not destroying the illusion of the characters in the podcast, but also being ourselves, which are inherently very different. I play an 18-year-old teenage hunk brooding heartthrob. <laughs> with a six-pack. Exactly. With a six, yeah, with six-pack abs. And it's not exactly who I am. And we want to talk about it and not take it so seriously, but also we don't want to come across as if we're mocking it or taking it for sure, granted because sure. it's been so good to us. It's really fun and the fans love it. So we want to enhance it without denigrating it in any way. No, totally. totally and that. the fan engagement has honestly been just the icing on top of it. The truth is you know, we poke fun at each other, but working with being able to work with Chris and play brothers with Max or brothers is like a dream come true. So it's been a lot of fun. So you guys don't like fight all day or anything? Because I would think like you live not that far from each other, then you work together all day and then you have another podcast outside. <laughs> of it. This feels like a recipe for some fights, I feel like. Yeah, luckily our parents, they did a good job and we're all big fans of each other. We have an older <laughs> sister as well, so we don't fight too much. That's awesome. That is awesome. And a lot of times that's kind of luck of the draw. As a parent, there's only so much you really have control over. Facts. You think you do, but you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I see somebody on Dateline, like the parent of the murderer, I'm just like, 
that ain't your fault. Well, that's... <laughs> sometimes. Well, okay. A little bit. A little like, bit sometimes. sometimes. Like 80% of the time, I'm like, that's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other 20%, I'm like, you should be in jail. <laughs> so is your next podcast going to be a re-listen of your re-listen podcast? Is wow. this just going to be like, go on forever, like it, putting a mirror in front of a mirror? It only makes sense. And I think as you get deeper and deeper, you will only uncover more and more until we have some really great emotional breakthroughs and discover the true meaning of life. <laughs> Sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> yeah. Which is what those during pictures were. Oh my God, what? stop. <laughs> that wasn't a hand. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. This has been a lot of fun. It has. And we really Oh my gosh, it. thank you for Be- having us. Before- yeah, this is amazing. You, you're wonderful. <laughs> he sounds so surprised. I know, he was like, like, no, I'm not. I'm we not thought this was going to be really stupid. <laughs> no, no, not at he did. Before we came on, he was like, Chris, brace yourself. These people are going to be insane and boring. But they have a great theme song, so let's just do it. Power through. Let's go into a Google Meet room instead and just pretend like we... No. What happened? We waited. Well, honestly, I don't know I where some... you were. I mean it. You you have such a great... You, you both are like... You're so great with each other. It's awesome. It's, it's just so fun. Well, so are you guys. And clearly that comes through to your fans For being sure. actors and brothers as actors. That's very meta. Yeah. Does your sister ever feel left out? I have to ask that. She definitely does. Which she's not in the arts and she's not in the business. And she is such an important part of our lives and is so influential in both of our careers. But there are times, especially now that I live in LA and she's still on the East Coast, where she's like, well, what about me? Like, you know, like, how come you never talk about me? But our sister Jacqueline is a wonderful woman. We're so She's a therapist. Her. So it's very important to the acting and writing world. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. So real quick, let everybody know where they can find you guys on the social medias. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first of all, you can follow the Royals of Malibu, both the original fiction podcast and the Royal Boys on the Royals of Malibu feed. Anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts podcasts, YouTube, etc. If you want to follow me, I am at C. Cafero across all platforms. And I am at N. Cafero across all platforms. Wonderful. Even their co-branding is consistent. I know. And you can tell that's how they sign off when they do their podcast. That's exactly how they roll. (laughs) (laughs) They went right into the voice. I I usually go first. Yeah. Do you? (laughs) Okay. I was going to let you go, but now I've got to ask. What was the conversation like deciding which one of you went first? Oh. With what? <laughs> Losing our With, virginities? Yeah. <laughs> that was God's choice. Yeah. <laughs> With um, no, who signs I actually off first? just we don't we don't really. We just kinda You just do it? We just do we just it. Yeah. Bumble our way through and then yeah, fix it in we po- fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> that's fabulous <laughs> uh, all well, right well thank you very much for hanging out with us it's been a lot of fun it has it has been a great it's time thank great. you so much i'll <laughs> think you. about you every time i'm sweating on my bike <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> and i'll think about you every time i'm not <laughs> every moment of that's, every day yes. <laughs> i win <laughs> uh. 
So I guess that brings this episode to a close until next week. Where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. And you can find me on all the socials in the Peloton leaderboard at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. And we like you a little extra. Shh. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Until next time, keep pedaling. And rowing. And running.